I'm excited to announce that we are now on Patreon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. The more you tailor, custom tailor your belief system toward your desires, the more you're going to experience those desires. Like I go to a grocery store around here and there's a lot missing. The shelves are partially empty. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, finally, we're not mass producing so much, but I can see other people are panicking. Oh, that's not available. And oh, I don't have six choices for that one product. You know, like get over yourself. You spent <laughs> any time in Europe, you know, you know that there's not that plethora of, of stuff. You know, Europe's much more. But yeah, that's one of the things I've really been noticing, the variety of expectation around having multitudes to choose from. You know, it's not just one product or two products for vitamin C. You've got 20 different brands, all varying greatly. And it's like, how is how was that ever serving America? I guess is my big question. Yeah, well, how I think we've definitely, that- I've, in my lifetime, I have seen our, our society, at least in the United States, transition to too many choices about everything. We were talking yeah. about how television, there were three channels and everybody watched yes. the same stuff and you would go to school or wherever yes. and talk about the same shows. And we had that, right. we had more community around that sort of thing. And now it's, you know, 500 streaming services with hundreds of choices each, everything's on demand. And there's, there's, we're losing all of those common threads that build community. Yeah. And there's still nothing to watch. <laughs> Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's like a whole lot of garbage, really. Not to be judgmental, but it's a whole lot of garbage. It's I, I just, I watch stuff, I'm like, who watches this? Who's watching this television show where the acting is so bad and the plot is so boring and I've seen it a million times and what is entertaining about this, you know? Yeah, it's it's very curious. And I, I think that is one of the things that keeps people from wanting to expand more into who they are and their self-awareness is the fact that they, can distract, distract, internet, you know, a text message. Uh, My husband's still addicted to the news. He cannot go more than three hours without looking at the news again. Every time he comes off the trail, he raves about how much he loves the trail, how it gives him such deep peace and connection, and he feels his purpose and his body's healthy. And when he's off the trail, every three hours, He's got that damn phone in his hand and he's scrolling past the news. Yeah. And I always ask him, what are you seeing that's so vastly different from the last time you looked? Not much. Well, because the matrix tells us we're supposed to stay informed, that, that smart people are informed people. That's, and that's the matrix. You're informed of all of this. You know, and, and now we're seeing more and more and more how manufactured it all is. Regardless of what news outlet you're looking at, you're looking at someone's agenda. Yes. There's no such yes. thing as a person just reading the news. There's always a, a, a personal agenda yes. behind it, always. And they they have found out and discovered they've discovered that telling people, reaffirming people's belief systems brings dollars. That's where your ratings comes from. That that reaffirming your belief system and feeding your belief system is going to keep your eyes glued to the news regardless of what side of any issue you're on. 
I guess that's our problem with Taya. We don't tell people what they want to hear. <laughs> well, you know, the, the challenge of Taya is that no one's telling you what to do or think or create. No, it is very much an intelligent, free thinking. I want to be the best person I can possibly be and continue to show up better and better and have a better and better experience every single day. Like Carrie was sharing this moment this morning that maybe it's moment by moment where you have to remind yourself to high, keep your vibe high, to not go back to yesterday's vibe. I, th I think for a but, while you do. Yeah. You have to train yourself to that oh, because yeah. you've been trained to think the exactly the opposite of that. Oh my God, what could go wrong? Oh my gosh, this, the sky is falling and, the, and this is what's happening. And the climate is, you know, the changing and the, the earth is going to be destroyed and the financial system is going to collapse. And there's another new pandemic that's going to come and kill everybody. And there's just always some edge of your seat angst that we're being fed constantly. But then when you unravel all of that stuff and you get spat out of the matrix, you're in the wilderness and you're so used to someone telling you what to think. And then you really have to think for yourself. It feels very lonely, if not a little scary. And that's why people want to show up to the stream and get a reading what's happening next for me and in what different, you know, which direction should I go and all that stuff. And source has been very clear that you're creating it all. It's you, yeah. you, you are creating, there's nothing out there that's asserting itself in your life experience, guiding you in any specific direction. And I understand that it feels like that sometimes. And the thing yeah, that I identify, like I've always identified the guardian angel feeling there, I look back uh -huh. at my life at how many times I should have been in a car accident or uh, had the crap beaten out of me or you know been robbed or something. And that never happened because I always had this general feeling of well-being. Well, I know now that that is our natural state of being, that that, that well-being vibration is available all the time. It's always there. But we're operating in yep. this, this you know matrix, this human created reality that just takes us out of that belief system. And plops us down in one that is very much rooted in fear. Yes, yes. Well, I think really, like you're saying, nothing, um, nothing is predetermined. We are not destined. The only thing that really leads us from one point to the other is our reaction to what's happening in that moment. So our reactions are actually what's fueling our future. Most of our reactions are predicated on the past, as we talk about entire right got to unravel the traumas, you've got to unravel the transgressors and decide that those are no longer applicable to your belief system. Otherwise, your reactions are just going to be linked right back to that belief, that old belief. I love the example of the, oh, no, never again. I see it with my um, daughter's boyfriend. He's a, oh, no, never again guy. <laughs> but that's coloring his next decision forward sure. and the next decision and until I think people realize that that is actually what's controlling them, it's not the government. It's not the matrix. Yes, that's all factored in. But primarily, it's our own reaction to things. How can we change our reaction to change our reality? Simple, right? Well, at least you and Simple I in theory, but it takes practice. That's why we created the tie-up practice. It takes practice. It takes yes. years of practice to unravel all that. Yep. But the, the, the good, the good it, thing yeah. about it is, though, is that life incrementally gets better as you unravel it. You're not you're not looking mm -hmm. to cross the destination and say, you know, this threshold and and, uh, you know, be all done. That's the cool thing. Mm -hmm. about it. 
that once I cross that threshold, once I X, Y, Z, once I have this much money or that career or that relationship, or I bet this goal weight or whatever the hell it is you think you need, once I'm there, I'm finally going to be happy. And you never arrive there in that state of vibration. You just don't because it, it, that, it just keeps the marker just keeps getting moved out because you're in this loop of believing that you need that thing to be happy instead of being happy in your now, whatever you've created. Yes. And that's what I find finally seeing that more and more being happy just where I am. Even the idea that there's some type of security out there security and owning a piece of property it's secure to have a job mm -mm. <laughs> none of that is secure. i believe it will bring me security but ultimately if those things are taken away there is no security i've watched that in my relationship right our relationship took a, a nosedive my husband's and i after we removed all of those secure things we did it intentionally which i find amusing because I guess there was some level of, I don't know, growth, appreciation, um, more of the now that we each needed to experience with each other. And so pulling all that away, then you get an opportunity to really see what's working and what's not working. <laughs> and where your beliefs really do start to color the current reality that I'm having. So the, the belief system thing is is really everything. And, and that's why... Yes. Uh, I just talk about it constantly and I probably always will. The belief system thing is your operating system. It creates your reality. It's mm -hmm. everything, everything, everything. And the more you tailor, custom tailor your belief system toward your desires, the more you're going to experience those desires. But we were, we were talking like about, we, we were talking the other day about how the stream has said, sources said that something is going to be your belief system, no matter what, you're going to default into it. And what we see happening is people grow up in religion. They realize that maybe this religion doesn't really work for me. They step away from it. A lot of people will label it BS. You know, I was raised in that crap. I don't believe in that at all. And then they become atheists and they say they don't believe in anything. But then they start ranting about politics or they start talking about how they're grinding it, you know, in a, in a new business because it's going to go public and they're going to make, you know, billions of dollars or whatever it is that something else just takes the place. So that mm -hmm. new thing becomes your God. So you, you declare that you're an atheist. You don't believe in anything, which is fine, but then you default into politics. I, I need my, my side to win. My side is the right side and the other side is the wrong side. They're crazy. They're stupid. What's wrong with those people? Why can't they just understand what I understand and believe the way that I do? And then the whole world yeah. will just be fixed. Well, now politics has well, become like, your God or you're describing my, my your career, your fitness. I know people when I was yes. more into <laughs> a lot more into fitness than I am right now. I was around people. Uh, I went to a private gym for years and I worked out with a personal trainer and for him and a few people around him, their aesthetic was their God. Yep. They were all about their aesthetic. And I tried to hang out with them away from the gym one time, one or two times and away from the gym, they don't know what to do with themselves. That's just specific to these people. Not all people that go to the gym. I'm not trashing everybody. That goes to the gym. But for them, they were personal trainers. They were in the personal training business. And everything was about nutrition, fitness, 
tanning, repeat. That was life. That was everything. And that was the belief system that if you have a fit enough body, everything else in your life is just going to fall into place magically. Their lives were a mess, <laughs> just like everybody else's. So it was kind of interesting to observe that, okay, that's your belief system. Your belief system is that your fitness serves you. And I think to a large degree, you create that reality where it does, where yeah. it does. Yeah. You know, I think where people really get amped up in a belief system is when politics is the God, because that's, that's, that's such an external God that you're never in complete control over what's going on in your belief system, because it's always one-sided because we're in a polarized environment. There's always this division in politics and there always will be. Yeah. And there's always the good and the evil. It's the yes. same thing as the Bible, bro. <laughs> you're sure. either a sinner or you're saved. Well, and we there's, get into that a little bit, because, but we're, we're describing it as the matrix and the universe. Right. And mm -hmm. so it's, mm -hmm. it's very easy to see how that could slip into that type of thinking. But yeah. sources said, there's nothing wrong with being in the matrix and there's nothing wrong with being in the universe. It's just an experience. And that's an important component to Taya is that non-judgment aspect of it. Because we're not judging yes. anyone that's operating in the matrix. We're all there sometimes. We're, we're yeah. all there sometimes. But the practice takes you out of it. And then you are truly at last godless. And that's what I refer to as the wilderness. And I remember growing up in Christianity, if you called somebody godless, that was the worst thing you could call someone. Oh, that person is godless. <laughs> That person is godless. But if you think about it, if you really think about it, what is this idea of, of the idolization of a deity? What is that? You, you need someone else to guide you, something else to guide you. And I, and I understand that I'm kind of un, unraveling this here. I understand the protective quality that we all feel. I hope we yeah. all feel it coming from the universe. And sources said, the stream has said, that is because the universe is constantly delivering well-being. That this thriving that we see in, on the earth, the thriving of the plants and the animals and even humanity, it's very easy to think that we're not thriving, that we're destroying the planet and humanity is going to hell in a handbasket and all of that stuff. But really, we're not. If you look around, we're, we're, we're doing really well. And the planet is doing really well. There's opportunities for improvement, absolutely. But the planet, by and large, is, is doing very, very well. So the planet is doing well. Spring always returns. The sun is always coming out. New growth is always happening. Humanity marches forward. The, the plant and animal life on the planet are going to continue to develop and evolve and, and, and move on. So yes. that is that vibration of well-being. That's what that is. And that's what is being piped in from the universe. And that's all that's being piped in from the universe. Everything else is a creation yep. of ego. Definitely. You see that um, there's a difference in some of the thinking around whether or not the earth is surviving, thriving in the areas that are heavily populated. They believe it's failing. They believe it's it's dying. Um, there's not enough water. Well, of course there's not enough water in Los Angeles Basin. That is a desert. But you come up to Oregon, where I am currently, there is a mountain that has multiple springs that run through these volcanic rocks. These volcanic rocks actually act like sponges. They hold onto the water and they release it. You can see the levels of the, the river here changing. You can see it run faster or slower based on what's happening with the temperature. Yesterday was very warm. 
the river was running faster. The water's pristine. Like you could drink right out of it. It's plentiful. It doesn't stop flowing. And like you said, the trees are thriving. The animals are thriving. But flowers along the riverbank are gorgeous. Apparently there's salmon that run this river. I had no idea. So the farther away you get from society, the matrix, and more into the wilderness, I think the more you get an opportunity to truly connect with well-being, with the universe, source, God, whatever you want to call it, because that noise is starting to go away. That constant chatter of all the people around you, the energy of people around you that are like, no, 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 this is not working. It's not working. It's not working. No, really, it is working. When you get out in the middle of nowhere and it's quiet like it is now and the trees are beautiful and there's, you know, clouds passing by that drop a few drops of rain and then go on about their way. It's like, wow, this is really spectacular out here. This yeah, you can, you can live your entire life out in the wilderness completely and blissfully unaware of everything that's going on in the matrix if you choose to. But the mm -hmm. matrix is an addiction. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely an addiction. We're all... We're really recovering from the matrix in this practice. That's we're <laughs> we're like detuning that. and recovering from the matrix. We, we are. And every once in a while, That's we find awesome. ourselves back in it and it's okay. But getting into the practice <laughs> and detuning the matrix and, and getting ourselves spat out into the wilderness where we're like, wow, we create all of it. We create our entire reality. There's no spirit guide out there telling us to go this way or that way. Source is, is, is the source of well-being and the source of all creation, but source is not uh, you know, the, the, all of these human-like beings that, that humanity creates in spirituality or religion. And that's my belief yep. system. And if it's not your belief system, if your belief system is centered around a deity or a God or Jesus or, or Allah or whatever it is, then that's your belief system and it's okay. That's the component that I would really like to get across is it's okay to not yeah. believe this. it's okay to have a different God, but question what your God is because a lot of people that find their way to uh, something like this it, are, are proclaiming to be atheists, not into religion at all, but yet something else just falls in and takes its place. And then there's a whole new set of rules. There's a new set of beliefs. And, and if it's in the matrix, the way that you know that it's in the matrix is if there are fear and judgment present. Mm -hmm. That's how we identify the matrix. There's a vibration of fear. Fear and judgment go hand in hand. And there's a vibe that fear judgment vibration is there. That comparison energy where you're comparing yourself to other people. That's part of the fear judgment matrix. That is the matrix. That's that thread of consciousness that runs across humanity developed by humanity that we can step out of and it, it's it's very heavily laden with fear and judgment and it doesn't serve you you can partake in it if you want and we all find ourselves there from time to time but it doesn't serve your evolutionary journey as, as far as a, being a spiritual being or an eternal strand of consciousness if you will well i think it serves partially but if you're looking for ultimate bliss and joy in every moment of your day it definitely doesn't serve that because it puts well, it serves to, you're right. It serves to deliver some contrast to your life. Some, oh, yeah, some definitely. opportunities <laughs> to expand, but I, I think yes. you could, I think you could, I do believe that you can be completely out of the matrix 
and still have obstacles. You can be in the wilderness and have obstacles, right? Literally, in the, you know, we're talking yeah. the figurative wilderness, but you're you're also using the literal wilderness for comparison. They're really the same. Yeah. It's blissful. It's joyful. Yeah. It feels very natural. Uh, you probably enjoy being there, but then nightfall comes and a whole different scenario unravels or you find yourself in the you know den of some sort of an animal that you don't want to come across. You know, th there can be obstacles there. And so you're out of the matrix. And now I'm going to go back to the figurative part. You're out of the matrix and you're in the wilderness, but that doesn't mean that you're not still in a vibrational journey that's going to include obstacles. The matrix is the reacting to it in fear and judgment part. You don't have to do that. Yes. That's the matrix component of all that. You can still have obstacles and you will, and you can meet them in joy and appreciation ultimately. And sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. I, I told my little ice maker story uh, on uh, Sunday Soul Food this week where, you know, I bought this fancy undercounter built-in ice maker and it quit working. And I called for service only to be told that there was no service available. You know, a $3,000 ice machine and you can't get service on it. <laughs> and it sent me down my spiral. I was like, what are you, what are you saying? I can't get service. This thing is under warranty. And there's no service available because there's no person available to service it. That's why I get my ice from the uh, freezer at the store. <laughs> Cost three bucks. Well, you know, you know what ended up happening though. I, I went down my spiral. You know, I called the person that I bought it from. I, you know, how can there not be service? This is crazy. You know, we've got to figure this out, or you've got to take this thing back. I was definitely down my spiral when I made that phone call. Right. And then that the the person felt like I was sort of attacking them, and I wasn't. And I'm like, well, I'm not, this isn't about you. This is about, you know, the company that you represent. And I said that this was an email exchange. It wasn't a phone call. I said, well, this isn't about you. This is about the company that you represent and your company sold this thing and you need to be able to stand behind what you sell, especially at that, that price point. And I realized that, ah, I'm back in the matrix. I'm down here in this fear judgment space, uh, having my fear judgment experience regarding the stupid ice machine. And I was talking to my friend, Christina, and she told me that I was being a diva. She says, well, do you not have any other ice machines? I said, well, we have two other ice machines in the house. Like, she said, you're being a diva. She's like, oh my God, you're being a diva. She, you know, most people have one ice machine in their house. If it breaks, they don't have any ice. You've got ice. So um, That's awesome. what happened is yeah, I detuned. We, uh -huh. de we were at several points. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I detuned the whole judgment of the ice machine, the company that I, I detuned all of it. You know that I love my ice maker. It's great. I'm not going to worry about this. Who cares if it works or not? It'll work when it works. The next day overflowing with ice and it has been since just overflowing with ice. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. <laughs> love it. And I, I love the power of detuning. Yeah. And life will overflow with abundance. If you learn how to detune your judgment from the things that are happening in your life that are based on your, I love the matrix, the simplifying the matrix, the um, operating system, all down to your beliefs. Like the operating system really is your belief system. I love that crossover. I think it makes it really simple to understand. It's not that complex. It is complex for you to spend some time to look at your belief system though. And Taya, that's what we do. We look at what is really causing our reactions why are we looking at it that way um you curious minds 
are welcome <laughs> and needed here. Yeah, cur curious minds on. are a really good thing. Curious minds expand the practice and expand it in a positive way. Because we want to figure yes. out how to how to be more more efficient in detuning the matrix and our recovery from mm -hmm. matrix. <laughs> Ma matrix recovery. That's the next book. See you in 10 years. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being on and having thanks. this discussion. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more over on Patreon, and I'm really going to explore what my God is at this point. And you can share maybe what yours is. I would love to. That sounds awesome. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you over there. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.